time once again, a special Valentine's Day edition of Donovan Bailey Running Things. Jason Portwando alongside his sweetheart, uh, Donovan Bailey. Ha- Happy Valentine's Day, my man. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, don't, I don't know who's sweetheart. Who, who, I don't know who would be the sweetheart, but yeah. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, brethren. Um, you know, to you and then all your loved ones. Yes, that's right. And you know what? Back in the day, it used to be just a, a female thing. It's yeah. a person thing. It's a humanity thing. So to everybody out there, happy Valentine's. Uh, you big fan, you going to celebrate tonight with uh, wifey? Or what, what's, what are the plans? You know, listen, it's always, um, I think it's always, for me, val- like you just said, I think that Valentine's Day, uh, we're in society now where people can say they love you to, to your brethren, uh, you know, to your yeah. neighbor. To whatever, so I think that Valentine's Day is is um, is certainly a time that you can look at whomever it is that you have that uh, that that you have great well wishes for, and let them know that you love them. So, dude, you know me. I I, I try to spread love every day, and exactly. uh, I'm a big optimist. I try to play. I try to spread love. So maybe every day is Valentine's Day for me, but definitely today is, is quite special. So for all you people out there, listen, reach out to. Um, whomever uh, you feel that you should say this to and let them know that you care. Everybody, enjoy the day. Happy Valentine's. You know, sometimes we do this podcast and we try to figure out where to begin. Uh, Today we had that problem, but for a really good reason. We got a bunch of hot topics. We are going to go through the anchor leg towards the back portion of the program. Our Black History Month celebrations continue. We'll have more on that a little bit later on as well. We got LeBron breaking the NBA record. Happened exactly yeah. a week ago to the night. We've got, uh, what else are we going to talk about? Some track and field. But we got to begin with the Super Bowl. It was a hell of a show. Didn't end the way I wanted it to. But uh, that happens. Uh, take a listen. Hurts has all day. Now some rushers come. Going to throw it as far as his arm can take it, which is well short. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. Wow. I mean, if you were to have told me that Patrick Mahomes would throw for 182 yards and the Chiefs would still win, I would have said no way. But that was the case. He's the MVP, and I got to give you some love as well, a little extra love on Valentine's Day because I'm pretty sure you predicted Chiefs by three. Well, yes, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I'll collect. Uh, I'll collect my uh, my winnings in your flowers. In, uh, <laughs> in flowers. Well, I, I prefer uh, platinum flowers, diamonds, gold bars, all of those things. So, yes, Jason, listen. You are probably. You know, when you're thinking about statistics, yes, I'm very certain that if you're looking at statistics, uh, you would look at, um, you know, what the, the 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 stats that Mahomes picked up, and um, and 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 uh, looking at that, and assuming that there might be a win. But yeah, dude, uh, I last week for all your listeners out there, um, last week I said it's going to be KC by three. Uh, and, and I'm saying to you again, you know, you got to be good to be lucky, or lucky to be good. Um, and and thank God, I'm maybe I'm 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 heating on the side of both. Uh, but last week, I just thought that it's going to be a close game. I I knew that um, obviously Philadelphia had played some pretty stellar competition. Maybe KC played better competition. Don't know uh, because the season is over right now. 
Uh, but uh, but I thought that if 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 between these two teams, yes, Jason, I know you're a, you're an Eagles fanatic, uh, but I'm saying to you that <clears throat> if it was going to be a close game, then I want the ball in Mahomes' hand because he's been in this position before. Also, he's got a phenomenal coach, great program, and also the fact that the, the fact that him and Kelsey were moving the ball around, man, I, I thought, hey, last week, logically, I said um, KC by three. I put my money on it, and chiching, amen. <laughs> Quick thought on the hot-button topic. Everybody's talking about it days later. Still a bone of contention, especially for Eagles fans, obviously. Mm-hmm. That call at the end of the game. A holding call which basically decided the game. Now, I'm not going to say that's the reason why the Eagles lost because it's a 60-minute game, okay? But if you're going to make a call like that at a critical point of the football game, was it a hold? Sure, it was a, it was a hold, but we see stuff like that all the time. But to call that and, and just end the game like that, I mean, no flag. They kick a field goal. Eagles get a chance to go back down the field with the last 90 seconds and either tie it or win it. We'll never know. Again, I'm not saying that's why they lost, but to me, that's a flag. Uh, I wouldn't have thought. Well, here's the thing, JT. It it will be a bone of contention for you, right? I mean, but what I'm saying to you that if I'm looking at this with an unbiased eye, right, it's always uh, an objective call for the official there. I mean, you know, clearly – uh, you know, that guy's going to either uh, get flack for not calling it or calling it. Let and, him uh, yeah, listen, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But, I'm say- but like you said, I think you preface your, uh, you know, your just, your, your last thought by saying, hey, man, you know what? It is a game and it's a 60-minute game. And, uh, you know, that itself, I mean, did not determine the game, I don't think. Uh, you know, certainly there's a couple of turnovers, uh, a couple of miss, couple of miss throws. You know, whatever. Uh, I'm saying to you that that um, you know it, it, it's a valid call, and 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 uh, you know, kind of went my way. Uh, it didn't go That's your why way it's this valid. time. Yeah. Well. well <laughs> oh my God. Yes. So uh, you know, uh, from me, from an unbiased, from an unbiased place, like the, the objective. Uh, of the official it's, it's to, to play this as fairly as possible. And maybe they saw reason to, they, they saw reason to call it. So they did. They did. Yeah. You know what? Uh, <clears throat> again, if you can't do it on your own, don't allow the officials to have any say. If they're up by 15, then that's a moot point in terms of that flight. But for me, it was just so ticky tack. I mean, I don't mind a holding call when it was going to obstruct a touchdown grab or a first down mm-hmm. grab or a grab of any kind. But that was just, you know, they're both together. It's a little bit of a tug, a little bit of a grab. And to call that and just, you know, basically end the game. To me, that, that, that was tough. That was a tough pill to swallow. But at the end of the day, again, 60-minute contest. That's not why the Eagles lost. They could not stop Patrick Mahomes. Four possessions in the second half. All four resulted in points, three touchdowns, and the eventual game-winning field goal. It's just tough, though, because the Eagles, I mean, you got Jalen Hurts throwing for over 300 yards. He ran yep. for 70 more. He had three yep. touchdowns in the game, another one in the yep. air. He, yep. he played about as great a game as you could possibly play 
outside of the one fumble, which was costly, giving them yeah. a free seven points. But, man, I'm telling you, if I picked up the paper, D, and I looked at the stats, I would have said, man, we won the game between the no, three. I mean, you look at the stats. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing, Jason. If you, if, you, if you just pick up the paper and look at the stats, you won the game by three touchdowns. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, like I'm just saying to you that you're correct. Your, your quarterback uh, could not have played any better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. other than just getting the victory. Uh, you know, and, and that, that's really, you know, the fortune of, of, of sports uh, where, you know, you get to go, you get to go to war. You get to go to war and then somebody lifts a trophy and you hug and exchange jerseys after. And, uh, you know, it, in one day you have, a, you have a bitter pill to swallow. Fans out there will get, uh, you know, a little upset. You know, but, you know, here's what's good. Uh, you know, you take a couple of months off, you press reset, and you go at it again. You know, so at the end yeah. of the day, I mean, again, this, this kid couldn't have played any better. Oh, no. my God. He, he, yeah. he could not have played any better. And, and if anything, you know, and again, people look at wins and losses, and, and, and it's defined by, by, by the prize, right? I think that, I mean, obviously, uh, Philadelphia wanted the cherry on top. And the cherry on top was to win the Super Bowl. But I think if this did anything for Philadelphia or for particular their quarterback, Jalen, Jalen knows now that he's one of the best. Jalen knows yeah. now <clears throat> that, that, I mean, I'm just talking about when you, 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 this is this is the silver lining and everything. I mean, and you know that I always I always go there. Jalen Hurts knows that he belongs. Jalen Hurts knows that in the biggest game he he showed up, he showed out, and he left it all on the field. You know, so there's no reason. I mean, obviously he's going to be pissed off that he did not uh, win, but I right. think that the win the win for him is that he knows that he belongs in the show. I mean, obviously, Mahomes, Mahomes has been there, and he's also on a different level. So I'm just saying to you that, that uh, I would love to see uh, this. I mean, I, these are both young kids. So I would love to see these two meet again. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, in a word, yes or no, Dynasty, Chiefs? I mean, listen, I, I think there's a lot of people that keep talking about Dynasty. Man, listen, here's the thing. These are two incredible young organizations. These are two well, uh, well um, managed organizations. Mahomes, click, like, like there's a hole, there's a void, there's always a void left in 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 sport uh, when this when the superstar retires. Tom Brady is now going to be in the booth next year. Uh, it's I think that obviously people want to see Mahomes succeed, uh, and and because he's one two. Uh, people are gonna want to see him win more. So, uh, to so I, I I guess I didn't give you the one word answer you were asking. 186 <laughs> words, but it's okay. I'm, I'm still counting here. 111 words. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, no. I think that Mahomes has a few more Super Bowls in him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it was a great game. First ever between two black quarterbacks in the NFL Super Bowl matchup history. Game. They did not disappoint. 113 million people um, watching. Love, Third highest love. ever in terms of a Super Bowl. Uh, quick word before we wrap up the uh, segment. Rihanna, halftime, explosive. I mean, man, oh, man. She's, speaking of showing up, showing out, 
and uh, telling us a little of a story along the way with her being pregnant. Well, I mean, it's clearly that uh, Rihanna and ASAP were celebrating the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which is which is amazing. Listen, here's the thing. Again, they say a woman can do anything in the world, man. That lady showed up and crushed it halftime. You know, and um, and and again, it just it just shows it just shows how amazing uh, she is an artist uh, and how amazing she is as a human being. I, I think that um, uh, great job. Um, you know, one of the best halftime shows ever. Yeah, it, phenomenal, phenomenal. It was. Uh, I was wondering how she was going to make out because you go back to last year, we had that multi-prong attack with all those rappers showing up, and it, it was amazing. And they put on quite the show, but. For a solo act, got to give it up. Rihanna was solid. Just one other thing I have to mention quickly. The field was awful. I mean, to me, that was the biggest disappointment of the game was the field. They were growing that grass for like two years. I don't know when they put it actually in. Some were saying it was as late as two weeks before the game itself. The field was horrible. Guys sliding all over the place. To me, that was the only negative of that event. You probably put the grass, they probably put the grass in Saturday night, Jason. I mean, I know that. Look like it's more. This is more salt in your wounds, man. So yeah, let's I'm move sorry. on. Yeah, you're right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk a little track and field. Last weekend, Milrose Games never disappoints. Um, my goodness, what a showdown we had in the men's 60, and here's how it ended up. And this time they get her away. Coleman a step ahead of Lyles, and he gets that top end speed, but he's not going to catch Coleman, and he delivers a quick one, sub 650. That's impressive. That's impressive now. Lyle's a bit of a backstory there because, you know, he had the what I thought was going to be the DQ for a false start, but he was running under protest. Uh, he didn't get the win, but still a, a good race nonetheless. Well, a DQ – so here's the thing. A DQ is a DQ. Uh, right. You know, so, so it's, 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 it's obvious that, that, that Lyle's um, performance, we say in the finals, didn't count for anything. However, people, number one, as I said to uh, you, Jason, several times, and I've, you know, I've said it on my podcast a few times, uh, Christian Coleman has to own indoors. He's ran 6.34. He right. is, the, is the current world record holder. He's one of the best starters. No, he is the best starter in the history of our sport. I expect, uh, you know, Kristen obviously uh, was suspended last year, so he's coming back. He's getting his legs under him. Uh, it's clear also that he's that he's still, that, you know, he probably went and did some base work and working on speed right now. I mean, obviously taking some time off still means that, you know, he, he's still taking some rust. Uh, so I expect uh, that that Kristen's going to get, you know, he's going to 6'4 should be a standard thing for, for this kid to run every single day. Again, Noel Lyles was just having fun. Noel Lyles couldn't hear oh, yeah. us. I mean, clearly he wants yeah. either competitor. Like I said, Noel Lyles did everything that I did indoors. It don't matter. I ran 200 meters indoors. Don't ask me what the hell I was doing. But I was out there competing. So Noel Lyles is having fun. And what he's trying to do, obviously, is to work on his take, take away from the monotony of indoors. Uh, obviously, taking away... Uh, you know, trying to work on his strength and his consistency over the first 50 meters uh, to kind of see where he can adjust to get the top speed. I think outdoor for Noah Lyles is going to be spectacular. Christian Coleman certainly 
is going to do his thing. I mean, and and I love what it is that's happening again in track and field. Good news, great product on the field. People are people are enticed and looking at um, what the outdoor might look like, what records might fall. So, man, yeah, I think that uh, I think that it, that that's that that's pretty good too. I mean, so you know, there's other people that are doing quite well. Trayvon, you know, you know, there's a few others, man. You know how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to Clemson in in a second because that's where he was competing uh, at mm-hmm. the Tiger Paul. But let's uh, wrap up Milrose first of all. So he goes six four seven. Talking about uh, Christian Coleman winning, Lyles yeah. gets the DQ on the ladies' side. Great race as well, and Aaliyah Hobbs comes through again. Well, again, you know what, Aaliyah Hobbs been quite consistent. We talked about that, and I think that what she's been trying to do is to to maintain. You can see her like like technically. You can, I mean, again, I always point out to young sprinters to look at some of these ladies as to how it is that you do it right. Get in the blocks, get into your phases, uh, you know, and 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 get to top speed. And Aaliyah is doing fantastic, man. Like again, um, you know, indoors are all in the indoor championships or indoor title is ba- is a very is 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 basically a consolation prize, but. It is also the baseline in which every single sprinter, every single athlete will prepare themselves for outdoors, which is actually where the real titles are. And I think Aaliyah is gonna, she dis, I think that she she wants to she wants to be in the in the conversation this year. And and uh, she's doing an incredible job. Oh man, oh man. And if we guess we're giving away our our, our three stars of the game. We've got to have <laughs> Abby Steiner in that uh, conversation. 35-54, that's a, an American indoor record that she sets in the 300. And, and it's just weird watching them do that 300 thing because obviously it's not configured for a 300. No track is. So, uh, man, she is just, man, she she's phenomenal. Absolutely. We were talking about Abby. Abby is going to be the new star. We already know this. And Abby's, um, is this Abby's first season? In in you know po- for, uh, first season as a professional, yep. and she's also uh, you know for all of you who don't know it or you should just go to go follow her. Abby <laughs> is a is a triple threat. Um, she she ran the four by four in college. She's gonna certainly run the four by four outdoors, and she and she's a sprinter. So she's a short sprinter running the 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 one and the deuce, you know, and yeah. running three hundred meters coming out. Like this, early, um, stepping up in the 300, running the American record. And as Jason pointed out, I mean, you know, it's a 200-meter track indoors. You know, yeah. so very, very, very tight corners, yeah. uh, you know, and, and then you have an extra 100 after after you pass. You know, so, again, she's she's phenomenal, man. That's going to be amazing. Amazing to see what she's going to do uh, when uh, you go outdoors. She's yeah, I'm running out of superlatives to describe what she is doing. And she's, I do believe, 23, if I'm not mistaken. So she's just yeah. starting out. She's got a lot to learn, right? I mean, you know what it's like. You're that age. You still got a ways to go in terms of, you know, just putting your technical game together. We know about her physical abilities. When she tightens the screws technically, my goodness, she's going to be a force to reckon with. I'm pretty sure as well, third fastest ever in terms of, 300 meters indoors, so you got to give it up to her. Okay, quickly now back to Trayvon Bromel at the Tiger mm-hmm. Paw in Clemson because he ran a 6.42, and, and that is a world-leading time. Got to be a personal best for him as well. So 
Track and field is going to just be so hot this year. Well, Trevon Brumel again. I mean, Trevon Brumel and Christian Malcolm mm. are the guys who have to control indoors. Why? Because it matters to both of those athletes what their first 50 meters, um, uh, what they do in their first 50 meters. Right. Ultimately, you know, the taller sprinters, whether it's Marcel or Fred, you know, you know, a few others, you can make a lot of mistakes over the first, not a lot, but you certainly can make, when you're taller and bigger and stronger, you certainly can make some mistakes in the first 30 meters, you know, when the, third, when the first 50 meters. Right. But man, I tell you, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I think that Trevon is cannot make uh, um, any mistakes indoors, and that's what he's doing. I really think that I think that he was upset last week when we talked about it. He was he was upset with the loss to uh, to Noah Lyles, and, and and rightfully so. He should be. He absolutely should be. Uh, but you know, I I tell you, I mean, he certainly are correcting some mistakes, and and again, indoors, Jason. Mm-hmm. These kids take they they these kids take their time. And every single day, every single race, every single practice, every single hour, the commitment that they make is to make sure that they try to shave off one one thousandth, one you know, one you know, you know, one one hundredth. You know, they try to shave off that little sliver. And uh, yeah, Trevon looked really well. He has to be consistent indoors, and in order for him to be, you know, a player outdoors. He also has to be consistent. So yeah, I, I know I like what he did there. Certainly improving, you know, dropping dropping the time down to six forty two, the the quickest time in the year, you know, quickest time of the year, quickest time of mm-hmm. the season now. Yeah. I'm I'm liking what he's doing, man. But he's uh, he's gonna be okay too. But he, but him him and Kristen Coleman have to be consistent because they can't afford, you know, when the big boys uh, come out, they can't afford. They can't. They just can't afford. And both yeah. of those kids can also run. They can both run nine seven. So, oh, they they both have they both have ran nine seven. Uh, but it 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 it's certainly predicated on on the first fifty meters coming out of the blocks, doing what you need to do. I'm with you though. End of the day, I think this is Noah Lyle's world, and we're all just living in it because he doesn't want to run that short. He he's just getting into stride when this when the stripe comes up in terms of the sixty. So when you get outside. Uh, yeah, you'll see the big guys get unleashed. And you know what's so funny? Uh, on the ladies' side especially, we've been talking about all these Americans. We haven't even touched on the Jamaicans and what they've been doing, prepping, getting ready for 2023 as well. So uh, they're quietly doing their own yeah. thing and just, you know, heat, heating things up as well. Well, the Jamaicans, uh, we know a couple of things. One, uh, you know, Brianna has moved, has moved to Jamaica to train. Uh, our home base is there. She's the youngest sprinter youngest senior sprinter that's there we know that there's that you know we know there's we have with the twins there's 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 another dozen there's another but but i mean with the with the, the you know the queen of sprints um shelly ann fraser and and her and 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 sharika and don't forget uh, elaine you know, and and it, well i know you're in elaine man so yeah she'll bounce back you, this year yes no no a hundred percent i'm saying to you that uh there's i am never I've never been concerned with those ladies uh, competing 
in uh, indoors because one of the things that I, I think, again, let's hope that the track world knows this, in warmer climates, a lot of these sprinters actually run shorter distances, but they're just running it outside in the sunshine. So right. believe me, they're, they're putting in the work, they're putting in the foundation work, they're putting in the base training, and they're certainly putting the speed work. So when, again, in, in, you know, in, the, in another two months, you know, um, in March, April, uh, you know, these ladies are going to show up and they're going to be ready. Uh, they're going to be ready. Ooh, man, I can't wait. All right, we got to move on. Let's talk some basketball now. And uh, again, you were right. I asked you whether or not LeBron was going to break the record that night. He did. Here's how it sounded. Coming to the end of the third quarter, LeBron James, a shot in history. And LeBron stands alone. The NBA's all-time scoring record now belongs to LeBron James. Mr. 38,390. And uh, here's an interesting fact. Since getting the record, you and LeBron have played the same amount of NBA games. So, uh, yeah, it's been a little bit quiet since then for LeBron resting that foot. But, hey, he is number one overall when it comes to points. Many will say he's still not number one overall when it really matters being the GOAT. Uh, your thoughts on uh, LBJ's accomplishments? Number one, Jason, I played last night. Not in so the I've NBA. Play, I've played one game. Okay. LeBron has not. I've played right. one game. I said NBA, though. <laughs> well, technically, we are NBA players. Oh. Uh, play, playing at White Oaks on a Monday night. Oh, okay. Sorry. Anyways, My, I, I, I stand corrected. Sorry, sir. Please, please do. Um, you know what? LeBron James is the greatest scorer that ever lived. That's factory. Um, you know, the greatest, bas the, the greatest basketball player that ever lived, that's always going to be a debate as long as there's human beings on this planet. But LeBron James is obviously the greatest scorer, and he's going to leave the game as by far the greatest scorer. He's, you know, healthy, 30, 38 years old, fountain of youth, found the fountain of youth, you know, gets up every day, treats his body very well, clearly gets the scoring title, as you said, and he's resting, getting ready to, you know, I guess go for a run for the playoffs because ultimately I'm very certain that regardless of whether LeBron wins the championship, wins the, the scoring title or not, I'm certain that, uh, you know, winning a championship is probably far greater in his mind. I mean, you know, statistically, Clearly, he wants to be the very best that played the game or the high score that played the game. But I'm very certain that an NBA championships is something that he would, he would want to, you know, he wants. So, watch the game. You know, I thought also, uh, you know, when, again, when we, last, uh, when we last sat down, I thought that he wanted to get rid of the scoring title the next game, which is which is what he did, just because I think the team that's and it's just team cohesiveness and distraction. I know if there's a record, especially in a game like this, where all he's got to do is take the ball or get fed the ball. So 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 again, they I don't think that they even cared whether they won or lost. It's just let's get this out of the way, let's get the distraction out of the way, so we can then come back 
uh, you know, make a couple of trades, uh, you know, get the team solidified, you know, get make sure that, they, you know, we, they are, they are a cohesive unit. Um, and so they can, you know, then go for a run in the playoffs. So I'm looking to see what they do, but looking to see what they do in the playoffs. But congratulations uh, to LeBron. You are the, the greatest scorer in the history of the NBA. Numbers-wise, yeah, you're right. But I don't know, man. I, I look at the way the game has changed. It's all about three-point shots. You, you look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his career, he had one three-pointer his whole career. LeBron's got over 2,200. So the game has changed. I always find it hard, though, when you're comparing eras. And, you know, one scoring title for LeBron. Michael Jordan had 10. Yeah, so right. numbers. How many, how many, yeah, but I'm saying to you that it, it, there's you got you got Bill Russell, you got yeah. Will Chamberlain, uh, Michael Jordan. I'm saying to you that you got Kareem Street Thompson. Ka Ka no, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. No, right. Kareem Street Thompson. Sorry, that's my right. old training partner. Um, right. But I'm saying to you that you Shout have out to amazing. Kareem. Yeah, it's all right, man. It's, it, Kareem's a pretty decent basketball player, I think. Anyway, okay. Uh, that that's that's my old training partner, by the way, not Kareem uh, Abdul Jabbar. He's a great basketball. Player. Right. No, what I'm saying to you is this, that you're right. The, 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 the three-point line, I don't remember what year it was, it was, it was, it was brought in, uh, but certainly the, the, you know, you, you've got many incredible basketball players that played without the three-point line. Right. But, and, and also, also the other thing, Jason, that we don't, we don't talk about often is the, the longevity of the players were a lot different than than it is now. Right. You've got yep. load management. You've got, yep. you know, I'm just saying there's such a help. Like every single sports person now has the ability to have a 10, a 15, a 20, 20 plus year athletic career. And uh, you know, back then it was a job. And some of those guys in in, in errors past, uh, those guys were playing basketball and then they had another job at the side. You know, and 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 you're doing that. Uh, so you're doing that without the the the, the you know the, the 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 luxury of of having you know a three point line. But but either way, man. Yeah. I am. Um, you know what? You gotta you gotta appreciate LeBron for his long. Oh journey. yeah. Sure. You're coming into the league, coming yeah. into the league when he's coming into the league as a what seventeen year old. You know, and right he's out still of high there. School. Yeah. Yeah, and he's still here today. And, and and also the man. I mean, you know, hey. We can talk about LeBron scoring title, but it's very clear. Outside, uh, you know, out, you know, off the court, uh, this is an incredible human being. You know, he yes. he has built, he is he, like he he has built a lot of wealth for himself, and uh, what he's done with that wealth is to share it and, and ensure that there's a ton, a ton of young people that are educated, uh, that are. Um, you know, that are given opportunities, that are given options to succeed. And you know what? I love it. Yeah. Let, let's just say he's the type of guy, his resume does not need a cover letter. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just leave it at that. And uh, before we wrap this up in terms of LeBron and his, you know, monumental accomplishment in terms of being the leading scorer, can you guess who number three is on the list behind LeBron and Kareem? It'll surprise you. I don't know. Who's it? Who would you say? 
Well, you're trying to stump me. So, I mean, I brought, what, for scoring? Yes. Points all time. Oh, my God. I would have probably, what I mean, uh, the, the name that comes to mind would be Michael, but it's probably like Carl Malone or something. There you go. Good good job, Carl Malone. <laughs> Is it so, Carl Malone? Uh, you're right, Carl Malone. <laughs> A lot of people would have said, you know, an MJ or uh, Kobe, Dirk Nowitzki. They're all right there. But it's actually mm. Carl Malone that rounds out the top three. I found that to be pretty interesting. So. But Carl Malone, I got to tell you, Carl Malone, again, that yeah. guy was a beast. 100%. I mean, again, I, I grew up watching him play. I think we both did. Yep. But Carl Malone, Utah Jazz, was a beast. I mean, yep. that's a guy there that was, uh, you know, I mean, again, if, if, if Michael Jordan didn't exist in this world, Carl Malone would have a few titles. Yep. Carl Malone is the reason why I'm a Utah Jazz fan to this day. Oh. It's Carl Malone, John okay. Stockton, right? And by the way, it's Stockton who leads the league all time in assists. Uh, LeBron fourth. So he's got a chance to, you know, by the time he wraps things up when he's 50, to, uh, you know, be the league's leading scorer and assist, man. Hey, don't put it past LeBron, man. When you can look that good at 38, he's making 38 the new 28. And uh, he wants to play with Bronny. And, yeah, so congratulations to LeBron. Basketball, we, we, we were missed if we didn't touch on the fact that, you know, explosiveness happened at the trade deadline. Raptors didn't do anything. But... Kevin Durant, now a member of the Phoenix Suns. Does that put them over the top? I mean, man, it's going to be very competitive this year in the NBA playoffs. I love what's happening in the West. I mean, and, and again, it sucks for LeBron. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, when you're looking at, think about it. Um, you got Dallas. Yep. You know, Ky we talked about Kyrie left a few weeks ago. Um, Durant got upset and go, what? I'm not sitting here by myself. Send me somewhere. Right. So he's in Phoenix. The team that they have in Phoenix automatically like puts them, you know, they must put them as uh, favorites to win or at least win the West. I mean, we know that. Uh, and uh, does that put them over top? Yeah. I mean, you know, today, okay, the best basketball, so everybody, the best basketball player today in the National Basketball League or in the world today is Kevin Durant. Right, is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is unstoppable. And him getting traded to a team that was already loaded uh, puts them in a place where, you know, the West is for them to lose. First of all, no. The West, they're going to win the West. But the NBA championships is for them to lose. I'm going to put my, 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 uh, my money down on that right now. Wow. That's a big statement. I mean, I do like Phoenix as well, but... Man, oh man, there's there are some teams in in that conference that oof, uh, they're right up there, yes. But I still think Denver. Now that they're finally healthy with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic tossing up triple doubles like nothing, Memphis has got a good young team. Sacramento's been the surprise of the season, so I, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah. uh, quick out of the East, I say Milwaukee. I, I think the Bucks. Nice addition there of Jay Crowder. He's going to add some thuggery to that team, which they need to go along with Lopez. I think Milwaukee's a team in the East. Who do you like there? You know what? She's going to be Milwaukee or Boston. Uh, you know what? I, I still um, – I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That, that's a toss-up for me. I can't really – I mean, clearly, I, I hope the Raptors play, get, get, get a play in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? I, it's a toss-up. I, I think that uh, Milwaukee certainly has – 
like they have all the pieces. Okay. Um, but but um, but it's going to be tough. I mean, it's going to be a seven seven game series between them and Boston. All right, fair enough. Before we get to the anchor leg, we got to continue on with our celebrations in this Black History Month, and we're already halfway through the month. Exactly twenty eight days today, being the fourteenth. Um, Marie Van Britten Brown. She filed a patent back in 1966 for the first ever home security system, and she was doing it for herself. So talk about, you know, just just getting out there and saying, listen, I'm going to take care of my own damn business. She was living in Queens, New York at the time. Her original design contained a camera, a two-way microphone, peepholes, and monitors, all serving as the foundations for today's modern system. So it's Valentine's Day. We are shouting out one of the strongest females that made a huge impact in our society. Just think about it now. Back in the day, cameras were just kind of a, a luxury. Now it's, it's the norm. Right. Well, I mean, I guess living in Brooklyn has its, oh, has yeah. its drawbacks. Queens, Queens, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, living in Queens. Well, yeah. you know. Same, you know, way, yeah. I guess the boroughs, yeah, the boroughs have similarities. Yeah. But yeah, sir, and, and certainly uh again you have a uh an extremely intelligent black woman who utilized uh her resources and 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 created something that has changed uh the you know the demographic of the planet. I mean we can like this lady started something. I can I can sit here right now and look at my cameras. Uh, you know, at my places, you know, you know, in the Caribbean or around the world. Like you literally can pick up your cell phone and look at this, um, you know, and 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 check out things that are happening, you know, beyond just your door. Right. And uh, and I think that that's incredible, man. I mean, Jason, thank you for for again highlighting another incredible uh, black inventor that does not get enough flowers. Well, we are changing that here right now on this edition of Donovan Bailey running things. Because, yeah, that, that's amazing. That is truly amazing. Because, you, you know, back in the day, you always thought of the protector. It's the man that's got to go out there and protect for, you know, the, the family. But she says, no, no, I don't need any man to do anything. I can do it my damn self. So, yeah, Amen. good on her. That, that is amazing. And, and to think that, yeah, you're right. In Queens, New York, she's like, I'm going to take care of business. She did exactly that. So once again, we shout out Marie Van Britten Brown in today's segment for Black History Month. Time now to run that anchor leg. A cleaning stage with Donovan Bailey is pouring it on. So I'm going to hit you right off the top. Track and field just comes to mind with you. We talked about with the, the baton. Some mistakenly call it the baton. But anyways, we'll leave that for another day. If you could have a relay team right now, who would be your three people to run with? I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, geez. Are you talking about four by one? Four by one. That is, is there any other? Um, okay. So, okay. And, and I get to choose. I mean, so it's sprinters, clearly. Well, you can take a... No, 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 no. Dude, okay, yes, fine. it's the sprinters. Sorry. Sorry. And, 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 and it's men. Yes. Okay. Um... Okay, so here's the thing. Glenroy Gilbert is my, my, my number one choice. I'm telling you, Glenroy, my boy, would be on the back straight. No, 100%. Today? Yes. Against anybody. Yes. Oh, yes. come on. You got to figure in the age. He's not going to run with a Lyles or a Coleman or a Bramell. Well, you're talking about, well, you said three. That, that, does that include me or you're talking about the, 
for who I think would win. You're no, gonna have I want to have you, to, you. I want you to give me your top three teammates. Like if you ask me, I, I would say Lyles. I would say Coleman, and because I'm a big fan of him, even though he's you know no longer the man, I would still say Blake Johan, just because that's my boy. Oh, you're talking about guys who are competing today, right? Okay, uh, okay. So I would have um, uh, Curly. I'd have okay. Coleman coming out of the blocks. Okay. Um, to Fred Curly, uh, to Noel Louse. Okay. Okay. And then you Jeez, and I forgot Andre. <laughs> I forgot Andre, but Andre is not competing indoors. Sorry. That's why he's out. I, I didn't see anything about indoors, but I can try and help you out there and say, yeah. That's we just... <laughs> We're four by one indoors in the sunshine. Okay. All right. Okay. It's Valentine's Day. So I got to ask you, you know, Magic Mike's last dance. Now, to be honest, the only Michael last dance I care about is MJ. But the fact that Salma Hayek is in this movie, well, I, I beg to differ. But 8.2 million in the first week of Magic Mike's last dance. Will you watch this movie? Really? I mean, it's no, I'm not. No. Listen, here's the thing. I'm very certain that a couple of things that I do, I always catch up, I always catch up on movies I would never watch when I'm traveling. So okay. if I'm on the plane and I'm going, I'm scrolling through three or four or 10 movies and I see it and, you know, for, for, for entertainment purposes, that's probably the only reason why I'll watch it. I'll give you two words why you should watch it. Salma ah. Hayek. That's, that's all you need. You're a stalker, 8.2 <laughs> In the first weekend inside North American theater. So, yeah, that, that's phenomenal stuff. Listen, dude, I know you were crunching the numbers. That, you know, 8.1 is all you. Yep. Yep. There you go. There you go. Um, Champions League is back for our footy fans out there. We got a great first leg matchup in, term of, in terms of the uh, last 16. Who you got, PSG or Bayern Munich? Well, PSG is probably, PSG is, you know, I mean, my money's got to be there. That's where the men are. All right. First leg, so we get that return leg, obviously, in Byron coming up. So we'll look forward to that. And final question, with this being Valentine's Day, you can have one voice to serenade you and wifey. Who would it be? Well, man, one voice. You, you, you think of Freddie, you think of Teddy, you think of Luther. Not, none of those are my pick. I'll tell you who my pick is in a second. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not Freddie or Luther. No, I mean, it, it's, um, well, no, you're going to say Shardy. I know that. Who? I think you're going to say Shardy. No. No, okay. My... Uh, okay, so, no, no. So my, you know what? My, um, I like some Prince slow stuff. I do. Me too. I love, I, I love, I love, I love, like, old Prince. Um, but, I mean, it, but it could be some other stuff. I mean, you know, this. There's some really cool. I mean, it could be Teddy Prendergrass. I mean, it could be some. I don't know. Let's. I can. I can go. I'm gonna go with Prince. With who? Prince. Prince. Okay. Yeah. No, th there's no wrong answer. I just me Al Green. I'm going Al Green. Al is Al is good. Al is that's that's a shot there. Yeah. Isley yeah. Brothers. There's a, there's a there's a few man. There's a few. exactly. There's a, there's a few yeah. man. And you know what? It's all about the love. I, I know yeah. we're doing it virtually, but we'll we'll be back in contact with one another next week. So mm -hmm. we're looking forward to that. And uh, whether we do the show together, side by side, or virtually like this, 
I got nothing but love for you, my man. So enjoy the rest of your day. For all of you out there, happy Valentine's Day. Um, thank you, as always, for the company. And with it being Valentine's Day, um, Valentino, you can take us out. With all the love from us to you, have a safe and happy week, and we'll talk next week. Thank you.